This episode is brought to you by SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. Shipping and mailing from your desk has never been simpler than with SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. With SendPro Online, it's just click, send, and save for as low as $4.99. That's $4.99 a month. Try it for free for 30 days and get a free 10-pound scale when you visit pb.com slash TMS. That's pb.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, C is for crack whore. Stroke me with a mop. Somebody order a break-in. When survival is on the line, eat the dog. it on a shingle. Green Arrow is budget Batman. Change my mind. What is Grimace? Because, like, I am really wanting to know. It was all luby. <laughs> is that a knife in your trousers, or are you just happy to see me? Who's this purple-headed idiot? Two thumbs up for Boomer's butt. Dr. Teeth and the Meth Heads. Holding no Grungeberg. No, Brian? Grudgeberg, sorry. Grudgeberg. Yeah, it works both ways because it's Grunberg and Grudge, you know, any any mashup of those two things. Uh, Brian's old guy sleep stuff. Making foam things with Bill. Jury duty and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Frozen fudgies, what a treat. Lots of chocolate, really sweet. Full of taffy, raisin, and nuts. They'll melt in your mouth and turn to lead in your guts. Mmm, gross. I can hear those crystals vibrating. This is the morning stream. We're gonna need a new plan. Hello, everybody. Welcome back or two for the first time. The morning stream. It's Tuesday, June 16th, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson. I am here with Brian Ibbett. Hello. And I'm here with Grimace. Ah, Grimace, the purple haired. The purple pie man who's going to get strawberry shortcake if it's the last thing he does. What was Grimace anyway? What was he? Was he a dinosaur? Was he a, was he a lump? He's, of he's what you look like if you uh, eat a shake uh, every day, a McDonald's shake every day. Wow. Your wow. entire life, that's you in, look like grimace. That's intense. Uh, well, I uh, for those in, at home listening, going, what? Is, what the frick are they talking about? <laughs> uh, Kim talked me into coloring my hair, so uh, she said, "Hey, you should go purple like me, and we'll and we'll match. We'll be a matching married set." And I said, "Maybe." And then later, I just asked the internet, and they all said, "Oh, you should do it." And then all my <laughs> blue haired and red haired fans fans at Blizzard. Uh, who who work at Blizzard said, "Oh, you have to do this. You have to do oh, that's this." That's the one of us. Uh, okay, I saw the one of us. One yeah. of us. Uh, yeah. So they were like, they were like all for it, and so I decided, all right, final straw. I'll let her do it. So she she colored my hair. She's purple. I am purple. We are all purple now. Nice, Brian. Now all you have to do is do that goatee and mustache, and we're in. Do it. Do that. Well, I did the goatee before. Oh um, right, I forgot. You did do that. That's right. Yeah. What was the the uh, deal with it? I forget it, what color you did. I can't remember. It now. was purple. Oh, it was okay. purple. It just, uh, um, it was a semi permanent, so it lasted about a week. And it, I don't know, it, it uh, did not go as dark as I would have liked it to. I wanted it to be a lot more prominent. Yeah. So to do it next time, I have to completely bleach, and then do the purple so that it's, um, uh, so that it's more prominent and more. Well, that's what a bunch of people told me. They said, if you want this to really stick, you have to bleach your hair first, then color it. But I think with a darker purple like this, I think that would have been dumb. Because my hair is already kind of blonde, brown, gray anyway. So Mm -hmm. I don't think I needed to bleach for what I was doing. But if I was going to go really light, like a pink Mm -hmm. or something, or a a light Mm -hmm. blue or something. Then you definitely have to do it, yeah. Then you gots to bleach. Right. That's the root. Your your hair color is already light as it is. So yeah, yeah, you wouldn't have needed to do that. So I can't, for me, it just looks 
just doesn't look purple, but I guess it does to everybody else. So mm-hmm. I can't tell on this camera. <laughs> it's really weird. I mean, I, I don't know what you're what you're seeing if it doesn't look purple to you. It just looks. I don't know. I got these tinted glasses. On. Let's see. No, still, I don't know. My my screen's a little less bright because it. I don't know. I turned it down. So well, maybe what it about a time. mirror, Scott? Maybe uh, looking in a mirror <laughs> as opposed to. Uh, Relying on Logitech and Zoom to provide you an accurate <laughs> representation of your appearance. You know, I hadn't thought of that. I'm going to look in a mirror later. That's a great idea. <laughs> That's an excellent suggestion. All right. Um, before we get going here, I did want to follow up uh, on another. another. So I'm over here doing like a total midlife crisis kind of move, getting my hair colored. I'd like to know how Brian's. Uh, old guy sleep stuff is working out for him. So old guy sleep. You got stuff. your concoction, your weird mix of things. It, did it work? Um, it 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 appeared to yes. Um, it helped a little bit. So based on some recommendations from folks, um, I checked out this this uh, GRC. Let me pull it up here because it was by the guy who was on. On Twitter, um, Steve Gibson, right? Or, uh, yes. Steve Gibson. Steve Gibson. Yes. He's Not there. to be confused with William Gibson. Yes, Steve Gibson, the, <laughs> the security, uh, IT security expert, and also apparently sleep expert. That's right. Well, I'm, I, Ish. I believe it now. Yes. Yeah. I would totally believe it. Yeah. Um, he has this thing called the healthy sleep formula where he combines niacinamide with melatonin and oleamide to, um, uh, to help not fall asleep but just maintain sleep that's the big thing for me is is basically uh i have no problem falling asleep can do it anywhere anytime right it's staying there it's staying <laughs> it's staying asleep, asleep. Yeah. and uh this thing is supposed to like kind of uh, give you a smooth through the night kind of sleep thing but it takes some adjustment and that's kind of where i'm at right now the last the last piece of the puzzle the oleamide arrived yesterday mm-hmm. and that's a powder and yeah. it's a very interesting powder it's kind of granular like like cream of wheat or malto meal you Ooh. know that yeah yeah exactly it's not a pill it's a so it's like a so what thicker... you gotta do is you gotta put it in something and let it dissolve and it'd be and, pa- uh, it'd be all pasty if you put just a little water in it right that kind of yeah if you thing. put too little water in it, it would be totally pasty yeah nobody wants so pasty. um uh so you kind of gotta let it mix in with a little bit of uh tea or water or whatever and and you basically start at a low level dosage of each of the three things or even skipping the melatonin you can you can eliminate the melatonin which i'm going to do because i don't want it to make my body stop producing melatonin yeah so that one i'm gonna that one i'm gonna uh, eliminate um but the niacinamide and the oleamide you kind of start with low doses and then just kind of increase the niacinamide and then you increase the oleamide once you've got the niacinamide where it needs to be. Those all and, sound like uh, real words to me, so I'd sound good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you, if you do a search for uh, uh, grc.com slash health slash sleep, I guess is where he's got it. Um, or just if you search GRC healthy sleep formula, it's probably the best uh, best way to find yeah, this, and if you, if this you find, article that he wrote. If you end up bumping into like a GeoCities ass looking web page, exactly. you, you found yes. it. You You'll found know it. you're in the right place. Yeah. <laughs> You know it's the right website we're talking about, right? Right. Well, I'm curious. I'm curious, curious how it ends up going for you. Uh, you should get a T-shirt yeah. that says, "I know how to get. I know how to. I know how to take the sleep reservation. I just don't know how to <laughs> keep the sleep reservation." Or no? How would right. that go? 
Anyway, uh, it was a Seinfeld. <laughs> it's a Seinfeld reference, everybody. I know where you're going. Yeah, it's the Chinese restaurant. You yeah. know how to take this. I don't. I don't know the reservation part is the problem. No, you? it's the car what? reservation episode where he's uh, he's going oh, to get the car. Oh, right, right, right. And they lost his reservation, and he goes, "See, you, you know how to take the reservation. Yes, that's right. You just don't know how that's to right. keep the reservation. That's, that's right. the trick. Oh, what a good episode! You're making really me. Episode. You're making me want to watch Seinfeld. All right. Well, uh, keep us informed on your sleeping. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah, I'll uh, keep adjusting until I find the right formula, the right mix, the right balance. Yeah, it's a good idea. And uh, and then we'll see, we'll see where it goes. All right. So we... I get it now. You're like you're, you're playing off of the. I know how to fall asleep. I just don't know how to stay, stay asleep. asleep. I couldn't That's figure out the going. words though. It wasn't working. And if you don't yes. have enough of the word reservation in there, people aren't going to get the reference. No, and then I didn't, think I'm I didn't crazy. until it just dawned on me. He's like, oh, that's where he was going. It's like, who's this purple head idiot? Is what they'd say. <laughs> All right, we got a really sweet yes. email that was both Aww. sad and also kind of sweet. And I wanted to read it, okay? So I don't know if free hotel rooms in the chat room or not, but you may want to tune this one out, okay? <laughs> oh. This is from Vinny Stefano. If that name sounds familiar, you'll understand here in a second. His subject is my mom's clip. And when I saw this, I went, oh, what is this? And he says this. Hi, guys. Not even sure if this is still your guys' email. It is. Mm -hmm. Today has been a tough day for me as my mom passed away due to a torn artery. She survived the surgery to repair the artery, but ultimately lost the battle of other functions not working properly after that fact. The worst part of all of this is because of the COVID situation. The last time I saw my mom was back in March. It tears me up to even, uh, even more that she did not get to see her three-year-old granddaughter as she has not seen her since March either. My dad was the only one allowed in the hospital during the three weeks she was there, and we thought uh, she was slowly recovering due to more tubes being taken out. She was 67 years old. I had been crying all day with my family, trying to make sense of all of this, the anger, the sadness, the pain. We started to talk about the good things about her, how she was fun-loving, caring, and treated every person she met like she was like they were family. He goes on to say this, and this is where, this is where we come in. Uh, one of the things that I was thinking about uh, all day was that clip I'd sent you guys for TMS about a few years, or excuse me, a few years ago, the Star Trek adventure video we did from Universal Studios. I remember seeing Scott's Twitter with gifs and clips of the, this is so bad, it's, uh, it's good, ridiculousness, and I was cracking up knowing I had triggered something. Then I listened to TMS the next day and heard the familiar voice in the intro, let's test the ship's phasers. Uh, I had to pause and rewind the thing. Did I hear what I think I just heard? And I was dying laughing. Then you guys went on a tangent about the clip itself. And we were in tears laughing. I knew I had to share this with my mom. I played the clip for her and she was so tickled by it uh, and laughing. She thought uh, she was internet famous and talked about it for the next few days. <laughs> it really brightened her day and spirits back then. I don't know why I'm writing this email or why I'm telling you guys this. Maybe it's just to bring, uh, or sorry, maybe it's just trying or me trying to cope with what's going on, uh, but maybe it's the fact that memory is something that has always stuck out in my mind, or that memory, and makes me think of the fond memories of my mom. I appreciate what you guys do to bring joy to people's lives every day. Love the show, though. Vinny. So, Vinny, yeah. of course we remember, and it's one of the greatest things ever. It is. It totally is. One of my favorite clips that we play on this show. Yep. And uh, I'm going to play it right um, now, just in memory of your mom. Uh, now, the reason I love this is not just because it's funny and not just because it's a little awkward. And the video we had that we captured it from is you when you're young and your parents doing their best to like be super Star Trekky during this thing where they take video of you up on the bridge doing stuff. 
what it was, what I always liked about it, because it's all those things, and it's funny, and it's great, and you guys obviously know that too, but what really stood out about it to me was I could tell just looking at it, this was a mom who really cared about what her son was into. Yep. This was a mom willing to dress up in Star Trek uniform (laughs) and say those words when it's really not her jam because she really cared about what you cared about, and that was that was meaningful and transcends all of this. So exactly. I'm going to play it right now. Let's test the ship's phasers. I just want to say your mom was rad, and I'm really sad for your loss, especially given those COVID restrictions because that freaking sucks. Oh, it totally does. And uh, what a cool mom. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna have that we're gonna cherish that clip for a very long time because it's just one of the it's really a sweet thing. Your mom so. will continue to be internet famous. Yes, at least in at least in our little sphere. At least here. In, in 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 TMS internet land. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, whatever level of famous that is. But anyway, Vinny, uh, we we feel for you, dude. And um, yeah, love you, and we thank you for uh, for sending that in, and and it brightened our day as much as it brightened her uh, hers to hear how much we loved it. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. All right. Uh, now on to a dumb thing, okay? Something that's dumb. I got a thumbs up from a lady yesterday, and here's why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, she she uh, she Roger Eberted your movie. She, she liked your movie. She double Eberted me. She gave me the wow. two thumbs, and she the lifted double her arms Ebert. up, okay. like, did this kind of thing with her hands. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Which you don't get this very often in life, where someone no, does and this. For, for our listeners, it's the elbows out, two thumbs up. Like you're like you're about to pound your fists against each other with your thumbs. Yep, up. that's exactly right. So she's just like like this, and the reason I got that particular gesture from this woman is because I was out in front of her uh, front yard, walking my dog, uh, Boomer in this case. I wasn't walking Rainer, and Boomer, um, when she poos, it's a it's a it's a big deal, right? It's like a four yeah. four alarm uh, <laughs> freaking deal. It it's a very involved process from the way you've described it. She's a big dog. And a bigger dog, I should say. Rainer has these little tiny ones; they're no big deal. But Boomer likes to leave. <laughs> she likes to leave more than she takes. And uh, so, anyway, we're out in front of this person's yard, and I saw her in the window as I as I was waiting for the dog to do her business. And she's standing in the window, kind of like like uh, the Bates Motel mom in the window. Okay. You know, just uh-huh. kind of a dark shadow of of <laughs> staring out in the yard. Sort Mother. Of thing. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, so I notice her, but I'm thinking not much of it. And I'm waiting for Boomer to do her thing. She does her thing. I get out the little bag. I reach down. I pick it up and I do the bag thing. And then as I'm coming up with the bag and tying it off, my glance gazes once again at this window. This pain. This uh, big. What do you call it? A uh, stained glass. No, there's bay a bay window. Bay window. There you go. It's like a okay. big front bay window. And I start to to look up into this bay window, and she's there. But now she's doing this. <laughs> but both her thumbs up. It. Now, what that tells me is she thinks she, A, was there really certain I wasn't going to do it and was elated that I did. Or that she thought I was going to leave it, I think. Or she's had a problem with somebody leaving it. And this was her way of saying, well, thank you for not leaving it. I, I'm not actually sure what mm-hmm. why you would why you would give me thumbs up from the window. I, you know, I think it's the it's just the... Uh... Hey, I'm looking out. I caught you doing that. You're awesome. Good job. Just more like, just more like a thanks for doing it as opposed to what may have happened before with other people. Okay, I like that. I don't want to read too much into it because if that's it, then that's just a that's actually a nice gesture during this weird time, right? Totally. Oh yeah. You know, and I don't know who she is. She's a neighbor I don't know, and it's a little bit far from me, but uh, where I walked. But uh, I came away thinking, 
I either did a good thing here today and she's genuinely excited about it or she's going, finally, someone got the poo. Like, <laughs> to me, it was one of those two, but maybe you're right. Maybe it's just her chilling and being, you know, just being friendly about me doing so. the thing. Yeah. Because yeah. I did a nice gesture. I could have left that poo there. People do oh, it. Yeah, nobody. Yeah. Jerks do that. Scott. Jerks just do jerks. it. I know. Jerks do it. Um, jerks don't What is pick your up feeling on the people? So I, when I'm riding my bike, I'll occasionally see the um the poo left in a bag on the side of the road on the side of the bike path which which often as i hope it means that they are on the way out for a walk the dog poops they put the poop in a bag and they they put the bag on the side so they're not carrying it with them the whole way okay until they come back i hope that's what it means and not um well i i put it in a bag i did my part somebody else will come along and put this in a so do you guys not have a, along that trail? Do you not have like stations where you can they have like a like a city provided? Not on yet? not on the bike trail that I was on where I saw these. Like I saw three or four. Uh, left it and and they were all the same color green bag, which I think either means they were walking multiple dogs, or they were walking a dog that had uh, uh, a Taco Bell combo platter. Maybe, yeah. Maybe <laughs> it's the riders, man. Maybe the rider yeah. was like, you know. <laughs> I think it was another cyclist is like, oh well, right here's good. Yeah, right here's where and I then do put it in a bag, and yeah. sure. And then, and in that case, I thank them for putting it a ba- in, in a bag. Yeah, I mean, uh, putting it in a bag is it's like seventy five percent of the way to what you need to do, yeah, right? It's I like uh, you've not you've assembled it into a into a nice compact uh, container, <laughs> and if somebody else is coming by there and they happen to be able to pick it up and put in a trash can that's good or if you pick it up on your way back because it's like all oh, the trash cans are all behind me right i'm just going to get it on the way back and pick them all up and throw them in the trash right. so that's that's what i'm hoping the case is but uh yeah i wonder um we just walk with the bag i mean it's so do i walk the bag back home it's no big deal yeah it's exactly. okay if you don't have one of those cans we had we had a trip where the it wasn't where there was a can, but somebody had it had well not somebody people had just continued to pile in there and it hadn't been yeah. emptied in a while and I don't know why but it was just yeah. packed like the lids up there's a giant pile there's many bags on the ground around because they're not fitting anymore and we looked at it and went well I can't add to that like yeah what is that even so I took it home I took it home was it um was it you or somebody else that uh was telling me a story about picking picking up the poop in a bag or putting it in a bag. And then because it was trash day, one of the houses that they walked by still had their trash cans out. And I think the trash had already been picked up, but their trash oh. can was still out in the front. And they yeah. put the poo bag in there. What's the what's and, the decorum there? Is that a what do you think about that? How do you feel about that move? You think that's a- um I'm all right with like if someone were to do that and I and you know they picked up the poop, put it in a bag, tied the bag shut, yeah. <laughs> and then put it in the uh in the empty trash can, I think I'd be fine with that. Yeah, I think too. Um, Me too. But I, it is you heavily rely on the fact that they have tied that bag tight. Right. It can't be. It can't be like a loose knot or just wrapped yeah. around itself or something like that. You got to tighten that thing up. I don't have a problem with with that either. Yeah. That wouldn't bother me. Yeah, if I don't somebody think. I don't think I'd have a problem with that. Yeah. Um, but I think the person that they did it, uh, that that whose uh, trash can they put it in, had a problem with it. I've never asked. You know, like I've never, well, I've never had a situation where I've been asked to do that and I've never asked anyone else to do that, but yeah. we did have a bunch of extra, uh, leaves or or no limbs that we'd cut. And so mm-hmm. we went and asked our neighbor if it was okay, if we used his can was almost empty 
And mm-hmm. I'm like, ours is chock full and, and spilling out of the side. Can we use yours for this, uh, for these limbs? And he said, yes. So always ask. Cool. I couldn't, yeah. I would not feel good about just going out there and jamming limbs into his empty can. Even if, no, no. even if it was empty and who cares, it still seems like, I don't know. seems like the right thing to do. <laughs> do the right thing is what we're saying. Yeah. I think I, I, I would have a problem with somebody doing it, but I think I might have a problem being the person who does it. Yeah. Just cause, especially if I don't know, if I knew the, if I knew the neighbor, I'd have no problem with it. But if I don't know the neighbor, I would. Yeah. Crazy like, neighbor who cares, right? Go do it. Put it in his can. Oh yeah. 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 That's you guys fun. are close enough where that's a shareable experience and you just tease each other if you do it or whatever. But right. if it's somebody yes, you don't exactly. know, but you're, that, that is funny. There's so many things in my life where I don't care if someone does it to me. Yeah. But I would feel bad if I did it to yeah. them. Yeah. Which I don't. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it feels like it should be a permission issue. Yeah. But it's one of those things like, eh, you know, you guys have blanket permission. As long as you seal the bag, uh, you, your permission is granted. But uh, you should put a little uh, sign. We'll put little uh, laminated signs on our cans that say. <laughs> Feel free to put your uh, dog's poop in this trash can as long as the, ni- the, the knot is tied tight. Yeah. That's the rule. Live by the yes. rules, die by the rules. Speaking <laughs> so, of dogs, we got a message from Bruce Wayne. <laughs> and rules. Wow. Okay. It was funny. We were talking about uh, uh, what I should name my Swoobat in Pokemon. And oh, Bruce, Bruce right. Wayne came up. Did yes. you end up doing it? Did you name him? I didn't. He's still Swoobat. I don't care. Yeah. Well, look, if you don't care, don't name him. I wouldn't. I'm not going to name my Pokemon. If you care, yeah, maybe you name him. But if you don't yeah. care. All right. Yeah, Here's what Bruce Wayne says. <laughs> he says, I'm a bit of an animal expert. Just kidding. Uh, he can say and it says I can say without any equivocation that dogs do remember their owners and the smell will trigger deep powerful emotions in dogs but cats are just dicks and don't care one way or the other that's that's a bit of of a biased animal expert I'd say he is yeah (laughs) also he doesn't get into his credentials I don't know what makes you an animal animal expert other than if you're a vet or I don't know. They're animal right. psychologists. He doesn't, he doesn't give uh, an explanation as to what makes him an animal expert. Like I'm a veterinarian, or I'm a uh, behavior animal behaviorologist, or something like that. But I mean, but okay. he, he kind of is right. I mean, if <laughs> if they're going to be one of the domestic pets that remembered owners and their smells, it would be dogs. And if the if another one was a dick, it would be a cat. I mean, so I think it's I think it's close. Like I've never felt uh, Carter's cat was here all weekend with Carter. Because Carter helped her sister tear carpet up and put flooring in. And so we had her cat every day for mm. three days while we had the baby. And the cat is, he just manages himself. But I'm 100% positive the cat does not care if he ever sees me again. And when he sees me, he doesn't He doesn't care. He doesn't care. <laughs> right, right. It's more like, oh, hey, you have food? Yeah. Yeah, I remember you. Do you yeah. have food? Is yeah, what do you I'm have food. Like, I remember gonna, you. Do you yeah. have food? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not here to greet you again. I'm just saying, is there food here? If not, then F off. So right. maybe bad cat says the chat maybe, but when I uh, we had another we had a cat named Link that ended up we don't know what happened to him we think he got stolen, um, which is weird because he was an indoor cat and he never went outside I don't know what happened to him anyway Carter if Carter's in the chat she'll remember Link but Link was this amazing kitty who just seemed to love everybody like there was a real sense that this cat loved being on your lap loved being with you when you'd come in the room he'd purr it wasn't just about food. So I think there are always exceptions, right? There might be examples of cats that are dicks. Deckard Kane, the cat that Carter owns, is kind of a dick to everybody but Carter. Mm-hmm. He loves her. And even then, you know, 
she, she he'd probably eat you if she if there was no food. That's just the kind of cat. <laughs> she would, it is. How many days would she wait? Is the question. It's not a matter of would she eat you. She would, but how many days would she wait? Yeah, how many days are you gonna sit and rot on the couch before the cat finally says, "All right." And my dogs too would probably you know like Rainer. Rainer has got really strong attachment to me and loves me and I love her and she's great and all that. But if I'm sitting on the couch and I died three days ago and I'm starting to smell a little ripe mm-hmm. and she's got no food, no one to feed her and nobody has come to find my rotting corpse, yeah, she's probably going to mm-hmm. eat me. Now, here's mm-hmm. the truth. If we were living in Mad Max times, Brian, and the dog <laughs> was... Uh, Let's say even if the dog wasn't going to die, the Road Warriors Dingo pet Dingo that, that he travels with. <laughs> well, I mean, in that case, that was a that was an optimistic look at what somebody would do with their dog. But most people to survive would probably eat the freaking dog. I, I'm not saying oh, I would. I, I don't want to. I, I don't yeah. want to be in that position ever. But mm-hmm. at some point, survival mm-hmm. kicks in, and you got to do your thing, right? Anyway, yeah. it's kind of a morbid yeah. morbid thing to be got thinking to eat. about. Got to eat. Wow, this this got dark. It did get a little it went dark. From, uh, Dogs remember you, cats or dicks too. I'm gonna eat your dog. Yeah, or I'm gonna eat my dog. We've come, we've come a long way, getting from there to here. All right. <laughs> anyway, now time for this. This is the info we've been waiting for. Time for the news, brought to you by Scott. Give us that Mortal Combat reminder again. <laughs> All right, I mentioned it yesterday at the end of the show. I mentioned it again today. What I'm looking for for the reboot of Current Geek. Which, by the way, I can probably hint the new name. It's called Current Geek Chronicles. And we're doing these deep dives into big topics. And one of them is the seismic changes in the video game world in the early 90s with the advent of Mortal Kombat, not only in arcades, but especially when it was coming home to consoles. Mm -hmm. At the time, Genesis and and, uh, Super Nintendo. Oh, God. All that hubbub about the uh, kids, like, Mm -hmm. using the, learning the, um, the finisher, the, the, uh, fatalities and uh, oh my god he just ripped that spine out you're never playing this game again Billy yeah there was a lot of that going on the government held actual hearings on it It was this was all before mm-hmm. the ESRB and we're going to mm-hmm. dig deep into that it, basically our, the episode's something akin to before E was for everyone and specifically that time that era and specifically the Mortal Kombat thing we're looking for people's stories of them when they were younger, if you were a kid then, even if you were an adult then, if you had any kind of thoughts, feelings, stories around that mess, we want to hear them and literally hear them. I want to get voice memos from you. <laughs> All right, so we I want to hear get, them, and I really want to hear them. And the and the truth is, if you do, if you'd rather just call the voice line and leave it there, we can use those. They're just not as good a quality, but you can use those eight zero one four seven one zero four six two and leave a voicemail. Or send a voice memo from your phone, your smartphone, doesn't matter what kind you have, just email it after you've recorded it. It can be long, short. We're going to just take them and use what we can. Uh, send them to scott at frogpants.com. Okay? I need it. Yeah. I need these. And I really want to hear, hear your and, voices. Okay? Okay. And I've got to say, I got a little sneak preview listen on uh, one of your episodes. Oh, you did, did you? And I did. Oh, I'll bet I'm you say, it's a certain editor. I'm editors, not going to say uh, how, I, uh, <laughs> how I got a little listen to them, mm, but... Uh, Hmm. Which one was uh, it? The can you tell me if it was the wrestling thing or was it? It was the, the wrestling one, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. He's, and, he's uh, uh, very proud of that so far, which he should. He be. should be because it's very, very good. Yes, it's going to be great. We're going to kickstart the season soon. All that stuff's coming. More news soon, but we need your help with that episode. We're already, we're already like in production, ahead of uh, schedule, so we can launch this thing soon. So anyway, help us out. That address again is scott at frogpants.com or any other way you want to contact me. That'd be great. Okay. 
Okay. Want to thank Shane for this article. Uh, listener of the show sent this one in. Here's our first news story of the day. It's this. Men okay. hired for sexual fantasy broke into the wrong house. <laughs> <laughs> I love and, this. And I'm sure that uh, it, it you know, went a lot like... Uh, uh, hi, we're here to fix the <laughs> <laughs> fix the cable. I didn't I didn't request somebody fix the cable. Oh well, then how are you going to pay for this visit? You know, uh, it's probably like it probably went a long way before. It's like, oh no, we really are on the wrong. One. Yeah, you're really in the wrong one. Well, there's an opportunity here for an accent if you want to use it. But here we go. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Please tell me it's uh oh it's Australian. Yeah, it is Australian. It's Russian. It's your favorite. Uh, so really, you could start any accent; it will devolve into a Russian <laughs> or to an Australian <laughs> right. one. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You can start start wherever you want, and it'll end up there. Anyway, Hello, we're here to fix the cable. <laughs> <laughs> so good. All right, here's how it went. One of them is now being acquitted. Of, uh, sorry, acquitted. Yeah, it says acquitted of entering acquitted. home armed with a weapon in 20, uh, 2009, according to an Australian media report. They've been hired. No, to- oh no, this is not a knife. <laughs> this is not a knife. <laughs> This is a sexual aid. <laughs> uh, they had been hired to carry out a client's fantasy of being tied up in his underwear and stroked with a broom. Now, when they say stroked over there, I think they mean like hit with it. Like strikes. Oh, really? Oh, really? Okay. Struck with a broom. Yeah. Like, like they, you know, they're not going to, they're not attacking with, with, uh, what, what is it? D&D? Uh, non-lethal. It's a non-lethal uh, <laughs> attempt, but they, I think attack. that's what yeah. they mean when they say "stroked with a broom." <laughs> anyway, cast uh, cast evasion. Cast. Uh... <laughs> yeah. What's your uh, wait? What's your what's your perception? Oh, okay. Percep- that's right. Perception check. Yeah. It's low. Roll perception check. The uh, judge concluded the facts of the case are unusual. The role play was arranged over Facebook by a man near Griffin, near South Wales, who provided his address to the hired pair. Um, he was willing to pay $5,000 Australian if it was really good, <laughs> says the judge. But it better be really good. <laughs> it better be good. I'm not interested if it's not good. Talking to no cedar broom. No cheap off the rack broom. <laughs> it needs to be made of wood and full of splinters. <laughs> Uh, he was willing to pay that money, said the judge. However, the client moved to another address, so about 30 miles away, uh, without updating the two men after he made the arrangement. That seemed like a dumb idea. Anyway, they then entered the home on the street with the original address. When the resident noticed the light on his kitchen at 6, uh, 6 a.m., 6.15 a.m., he assumed it was a friend who came by for uh, to, uh, for came by daily for coffee. The guy, he has a friend that did that all the time. Okay. When the men called out the name of their client, the resident turned on the light and removed a sleep apnea mask he was wearing. <laughs> that's wow. That's this is a detailed uh, <laughs> detailed writing here from the BBC. Yeah, he's walking around with his freaking apparatus on. That's great. That's right. Uh, it was then that he saw standing over his bed uh, with the with the machete with machetes. They use machetes ah. as like part of their deal. Yeah. Um, they also brought a bunch of oh they brought his props to uh, be a part of the role play. When they realized their error, one of the pair said "sorry, mate" and shook the resident's hand, according to a local report. Hey, social was distancing. What are you doing? Yeah. Was it sticky? Oh, I don't know. I hope not. <laughs> it was all luby. It was luby. Uh, yeah. Uh, when they realized their error, oh, there did that. Two men, uh, the two men then drove, drove to the correct address where the client noticed one man had a great big knife in his trousers and asked them to leave their weapons in the car. 
Is there a knife in your trousers or are you just, oh, it's a knife? Oh, yeah, leave it in the car, please. <laughs> Everyone says, ah, oh, it's all U.S. and like Florida weirdos in the world. No, you get some. You guys are a little weird in Australia. You, well, guys... you know what? Everybody's got their kink. Sure. Everybody's got their kink. And we're not here like to shame brooms. it. Yeah, I do. like mops, personally. Oh, you like to be stroked with a mop? Is that what you're Stroke saying? me with a mop. <laughs> yes. That was a great old song. Stro- stroke <laughs> stroke, stroke me, me with a mop. <laughs> stroke. Everybody. Have you heard? <laughs> Hold on. That's don't tell me the name. Don't tell me. Okay. All right. That's. Uh, oh. Oh my gosh. Uh, <sighs> William. William. Squiring. Oh, Squire. Squire. Billy Squire. Billy Squire. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> William Squirington the third. Squirington the third. He indicates he would like me to. Stroke him. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on from that deal. There. Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. It was pretty weird. Um, a Pennsylvania mom in Cookie Monster costume was arrested after ODing in a car outside the kids' baby her kids' babysitter's house. Okay, hold on. We gotta uh, I know. This out. I All know. Right. This is crazy. All right. Read Pennsylvania that. mom in a Cookie. Okay, so she's a mom in a Cookie Monster costume. Yep, she's in the costume. She's in the costume. She OD'd in a car outside her kid's babysitter's house. Yes. Okay. And by OD, they don't mean died. She overdosed, but she lived, and she was arrested in the state of being overdosed. Gotcha. Okay. In a Cookie Monster costume. In a Cookie Monster. That's the key here, in my opinion. Yes. Is the Cookie Monster costume. (laughs) You have cookie. Um, C is for crack horns. Good (laughs) enough for me. Crack core, crack core, crack core starts with C. <laughs> That's too good. Can we even keep? <laughs> are we even allowed to keep doing the show now? Is this uh, <laughs> C is for crack core? <laughs> crack core is for me. All right. Um, oh my gosh, I don't even know where to start here. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> police. Uh, so it's okay. So it was a sad and bizarre side. A mom passed out in her car of an apparent opioid overdose, dressed as a cookie monster. Uh, Police said it happened right after the mom, identified as Rachel Love Martin, age 38, had dropped off her nine-year-old child with autism with a babysitter in West Newton. Uh, According to a TV report in Pittsburgh, criminal criminal complaint states, police arrived at the babysitter's house, finding the child wearing no shoes or socks and with just a pair of pants and a t-shirt. It was only 43 degrees out that day. Oh, jeez. That's Fahrenheit, Europeans, so it's cold, okay? Yeah. Not hot. Sounds hot to you, but it's not. It's not, it's not hot. It's not hot. Um, <laughs> the same officer allegedly found Martin slumped over the wheel of her car that was still running, wearing a blue Cookie Monster costume. First responders were called, and Martin was given uh, Narcan. Is that like a trouble like reversal a, drug? Uh, or recover, like a, yeah, it's like the stuff they give you to to probably ease you out of it, or or at least to, I don't know, like what's the like methadone kind of thing where it. Um, Oh right, except it, probably more like a. Oh, you know what it's probably like? It's like a, it's like an EpiPen, but for drugs. It's like a reversal. right, right. Yeah, there we go. It reverses opioid uh, overdose, anti-overdose. Oh, okay. That's cool. If I was an opioid addict, and I'm not, but if I was, oh, I'd think about carrying one of those. I'd think about carrying an, a, a can of Narcan with me. <laughs> you know, it's funny. It just dawned on me. We were talking about Narcan this weekend when we had we had uh, dinner with uh, 
George and Barb. Barb, by the way, really loves when I call her Aunt Barb. Oh, it's time to oh. talk about Aunt Barb. Does she, does she so listen to the show on here? Does she give us a She listen? does listen to the show, and we talked about uh, Narcan. Because um, uh, uh, Tristan was talking about working in Walmart, and she says, well, do they have... Because uh, <laughs> he told us the story of um, a woman who OD'd in the Walmart bathroom. Ah. Uh, completely naked. Oh. <laughs> wow. Because drugs are better when you have no clothes on, apparently, That's in a Walmart heard. bathroom. Yeah. And the- uh, and she asked, "Well, do they have Narcan in each of the like each of the registers?" <laughs> like it's, you pull open the drawer, and right next to the tens and the ones, there's a little uh, shot of Narcan shot in case Narcan. the person in your your aisle. So only yes, we only a Walmart though. Only Walmart would have that. Only Walmart. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no offense, Walmart. Let's see. No, 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 none whatsoever. Uh, she was taken to an emergency room. She recovered. Um, the police said that she appeared to overdose on heroin, but that's the same effects as, uh, I mean, it's an opioid. So maybe she was yeah. actually, it may have been heroin because opioids technically include heroin, heroin. It's not always just pills. Anyway, child and youth services placed the nine-year-old with her biological grandmother. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Martin faces child <laughs> endangerment issues or charges for the case as for why she was clad in the famous Sesame Street character outfit is unknown. Yeah. That's, They're not uh, sure. They don't know, Brian. Interesting. She just happened to be uh, just, just what I chose to wear today. Yeah. Um, well, here's the. So it sounds like not only is the mom kind of uh, unfit, but the babysitter <laughs> who had the kid was just wearing. Well, it sounds like she no just dropped. It sounds like the mom just even. dropped her off like that. Is what it sounds like. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it said oh, she. Oh, so had, maybe it was the the babysitter that actually called. Oh, good point. Um, yeah, they don't say that here, told. but yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. But she had just. Let's see. Yeah, had just dropped off her nine-year-old kid there, which makes it sound like he was probably in that case. I mean, she saying. just could not get like, okay, Cookie just dropped. Yeah, Cookie. Um, yeah. If I was gonna, uh, if you were gonna, okay, let's just say, what Sesame Street character would you dress up as to have a heroin overdose yes. in a car in front of your baby? Just for child? a minute, we'll put ourselves in her shoes, and you have a whole wardrobe full of possibilities and choices. Which of <laughs> which of the Muppet outfits do you wear? If you had, to. Uh, I think it would be Elmo. Well, no, I think I think the appropriate answer, if it's going to be heroin, I've got to dress as animal. Oh yeah. Um, if it's if it's uh, cocaine, uh, Elmo. If it's um, <laughs> marijuana, Doctor Teeth. If it's uh, ecstasy, uh, Gonzo. Janice. Oh, Janice. All right. <laughs> if you really OD, Gonzo. That's kind of right. <laughs> you really have to Gonzo. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I think I would be. Which, I'm kind of a. I'm kind of a, um, a Grover guy. I think I'd be Grover. Here, For which everybody. one? Heroin? Uh, just any of them. I'd just be Grover. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Grover fits all. all right. In my opinion. I think. I think it depends. It really depends. Yeah. Grover wears acid. Uh, acid would be Gro- uh, would be Grover for me. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. If you're dropping acid. <laughs> Just imagine. Oh, that's true. Floyd is the pothead. This is true. Yeah, it really, you really could just make it all of the members of uh, Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem band, right? That's I true. Mean, that's true. Dr. Teeth would be the shroomer. Animal would be Coke. Uh, Janice, I think Janice might be the shroomer. Floyd's definitely the pot. Floyd's pothead. pot. Um, yeah, Janice does shrooms. Um, who's, uh, so who does Dr. Dr. What does Teeth? Doc- so Dr. Teeth maybe would be the. Uh, Man, what would he be? What what's like the? Because he's modeled after Doctor John, the jazz 
I, I, uh, I'd almost Giannis say Papagiano. meth just because of the teeth. Because teeth. You know, <laughs> That's a good point. You know? Right. They're all replaced. Yeah. So. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a new set of chompers because of the little meth he took. Oh, my God. He's a meth. This, is, this feels like a, a shirt that would be great, but we'd probably get sued for, which would be like, you know, just. Just pictures of all the Muppets <laughs> and what drug they were on. It would yeah, be hilarious. It would be. But there's no way that we would ever be able to produce this shirt. We probably yeah. couldn't sell the shirt, but I certainly could draw it. And nobody could do a damn thing about it because it'd be parody, right. see? Right, Problem is, exactly. I, have such, I have such beloved feelings for yeah, the Muppets, I'd feel bad. Exactly. Yeah. I'd feel guilty. All right. Well, I wouldn't feel as guilty. I'll, I'll tackle it. You'll do it? All right. All right. <laughs> Brian will take this one on. It's a new pet project. Okay. Uh, hey, you watched you watched Arrow, right? That was a thing I you did. did? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you watch it all the way through? I actually watched it all the way through just to get closure. I was done with it about a season and a half ago. Yeah. Their final half season and then the season before it. Um, oh, that's right. They did it. It became the thing. Felicity show. They should have just called it Felicity, but I guess they already had a show called Felicity. Green Felicity. I like it. <laughs> Man, Felicity's old now, right? That came out in like... Yeah, Carrie Russell Felicity. Yeah, yeah wasn't that pre? That, that was, was like uh, pre-Alias, I think. Yeah. That was J.J. Uh, Abrams' first deal, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was pre-Alias, so that would have been like mm-hmm. late nineties. Mm-hmm. No, it's definitely pre-Alias. Is that late nineties? Hold on, Felicity, air date, nineteen ninety-eight. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. I'm surprised. I thought it was earlier. I thought it was. Uh, oh, you thought it was uh, earlier than that? Or mid nineties? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm a little surprised. I never saw a single episode of it. Oh, it was all right. It had Greg Grumberg in it. So his big deal. That's where they met. Well, everything has Greg Grumberg in it. <laughs> right, but he was the original, like, um, it was it's kinda like when Cliff was in the first Toy Story. It was like that was the day. That was when you knew he was gonna be there forever. And mm-hmm. he would just keep showing up in JJ projects after that. Except was he not Oh yeah, in- no kidding. So you got Carrie Russell as the bounty or not bounty hunter, she's that uh She's the in that in the last uh, the um, oh the Skywalker. most you mean the most underdeveloped character in the history of Star Wars that yeah, one pretty much yes exactly uh, and you got Greg Grenberg in in uh, Star Wars as well as yeah a, as got, a pilot got shot down didn't he I think we got we're done with him now in Star oh, Wars oh did he I think so yeah I like Grenberg he's cool I do too I, I liked mean, him up until he um, uh, worked with me to be a uh, a celebrity interview guest on America's Next Top Podcaster, and then he bailed. Oh, it's right. <laughs> I forgot he bailed on that. It wasn't really that he bailed. I think he just he just got busy and uh He's a busy guy. You know, he's doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, exactly. He's got Star Wars to be I, in. I hold no I hold no uh grudge against the Grunny. The gr- the Grungeberg or grudge the Grudgeberg. <laughs> I hold no grudgeberg against the Grunberg. <laughs> Grunny. All right. Um Grunny. That's his nickname, Grunny. Is it Grunny? Oh yeah, yeah. His friends call him Grunny. I don't call him. I was gonna I'm say you, friend, you and uh, you and you and Grunny are pals, are you? Clearly, like I'm not. Yeah. Like <laughs> um, all right. Well, here's the story that you'll like about your Arrow star Stephen Amell. He's your main dude, right? He's the Arrow yes. man himself. Um, yeah. He's accusing a neighbor of pooping on his roof. So there's that. Uh, pooping on. See, there's a question: pooping on Stephen Amell's roof, or or is the neighbor pooping on his own roof? It's a bad headline, isn't it? It's bad. It is. It's unclear. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's not All a good right. headline. I believe what it is is that Steve Stephen Amell, mm-hmm. star of Arrow. Dude. I feel so bad for him because he's so homely. He's such an ugly, wimpy, like- skinny. You know, <laughs> just an ugly guy. Chill. <laughs> I feel. I feel- means like yeah, even making that joke because he's 
He's the handsomest human <laughs> being like on the such planet. A nice guy, yeah. Uh, anyway, he's so the way it is, it's the the he's got a poop on his roof, and you think his neighbor made it, and that is to say, Arrow's roof. Anyway, there's perhaps yeah. nothing more uh, relatable than having a neighbor you don't like. Don't we all know that? We've all mm-hmm. been there. Uh, just ask Stephen Amell. The Arrow star uh, went to social media this week to talk about issues he's having with the woman next door. Much less respectable or relatable, rather, are those issues because <laughs> they're getting so bad <laughs> to lead one neighbor to poop on the other's roof. Uh, you can ask Stephen Amell about that, too. The actor has apparently been feuding with the, na- uh, the neighbor in question for three years over what he claims as, quote, illegal construction, un- unquote. <laughs> the illegal construction of a poo. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're making some, something with Lincoln logs up there? Yeah, bad idea. Yeah. Don't do it. You um, have soiled this city. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll take you out with my just justice or however, whatever his line is. Anyway, over Memorial Day, there was apparently some kind of altercation between his wife and uh, her name's Cass and the mystery woman next door. Mm-hmm. And the next day, the neighbor allegedly snuck onto the property, climbed up on the roof and took a dump. Uh, what do you even say about that? Says this writer. Check out his social Shit media on post. A shingle. <laughs> yeah, it says here. Check out his social media post. But warning, contains a picture of said shit. Poo. I like it better when we call it a poo. A poo. It's, oh, he took a poo. He made a poo. Look, you the, guys. We've been watching. Uh, we watched. Uh, well, I watched Cuckoo. Oh, what do you Boy, think? That- what do you think of it? It's fun. I like it. It's fun. The first season's fun. Mm-hmm. I I only made it through half of an episode of the second season because I knew that uh, you know from hearing about it, I knew that Ad- Andy Sandberg wasn't in the second season, but I didn't realize they they replaced Rachel as well, and that that kind of bothered me. Even though oh, yeah. they replaced her with the actress who's in that great show Trying that I recommended a couple weeks ago. Yeah, she's good, but it throws you. You're right. That's that threw yeah. me too. I yeah. think the first season's better, but the guy that plays the dad is the whole show for me. He's he's great. He's yes. so good. He is just this like gigantic six foot seven idiot and comedian, and yeah. I love him. And he's good in lots yeah. of. He's been in other things, does stand up and other stuff, and he's great. But I just I oh, love you him. know what the no the the poo thing actually more came up with um, breeders, the thing that that uh, Nicole recommended uh, last week because we started watching that, and uh, the kid comes out all the time and says, "I have to take a poo." Oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> The British are better at this, this than we are. Way better, yeah. So yeah. it's cute when kids say a poo. A poo. Not a poo, the, the convenience, the racist. No, no, that's why I've been trying to say it very carefully, not to. A poo. <laughs> yeah, Meanwhile, I'm sitting here with this picture of a turd on the roof. <laughs> I know. Uh, this photo is horrendous. I'm not going really I'm not showing it to the chat, but I really don't like it. Um, he says this. Um, uh, let's see. Where is it? Oh, there's a quote actually from him. I think it's on the left. I hate there's like this. this what? It gives me more questions too. Like, did she take toilet paper up there with her? And then, because there's no toilet paper with the poo, she brought the toilet paper back down when she, with her when she climbed well, off the roof. See, that is a really good question. Did she take? So she took a bag up there with her poop, and then wiped her butt, and then put the poop the the toilet paper in a bag. I'm guessing. I mean, some would say she just threw it up there. It's like dogs or, you know, something. But I would say oh. that doesn't work that way because how are you going to keep it in a nice little neat little package? No, there's there? three. There's three in a pile. There's uh that's yeah. a she's she squatted. So she either squatted or she went up there with the with the parts of the thing and, and assembled <laughs> it, right? She may have done that. Yeah. It's possible there was some assembly required. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, so, like, she really did make a little construction. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of horrendous though. 
Um, Here's the actual Stephen Amell quote. Our next door neighbor has been illegally doing construction for three plus years. Class got upset or Cass got upset with her after we did everything we could to be neighborly. Uh, Cass called her out on multiple times on Memorial Day weekend. The next day she's stuck under our roof and under our backyard and shit on our roof. (laughs) It's it's funny because you know that Stephen Amell's Twitter feed is all like, Here's here's scenes with me and uh, Felicity. Or yep. Here's here's a couple pictures with me offset with John Diggle and da 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 da. Yep. Now here's a picture of poop on my roof. Exactly. <laughs> a shout out, by the way, to Dan, my uh, Tesla neighbor. We didn't yeah. get, it didn't get nearly this bad. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to you, how have you been on your roof? Oh, good point. Not since I <laughs> not since <laughs> I last talked checked? to him. I haven't checked. Have you checked the roof, Scott? So do you? Can you picture arrows? Steve Amell up on his roof, scooping this out and getting rid of it. Oh God! Do you think he he's threw gotta, it to back he's over there? Have a like, guy for that? He probably has a guy. Yeah, I don't know. He's not Mr. Hollywood. He's just got this. He had a good gig, but yeah. I don't know what else is he in. That's pretty much yeah. it. Right? He probably. I yeah, probably took a shovel up there and a little rake, like you do when you're picking up dog dog poop in the yard, and just kind of brushed it onto the shovel. And I bet he did. I would think he'd fling it onto. Under their house. I would if I were him after all this. I totally would. Yeah. I'm trying to see what else he's doing. Okay, he's in some show now called... Okay, he's in a... Hmm. He's in a short film uh, in between this and then this new series called Heels where he plays Jack Spade and it's a... It's a it's in pre-production. What the heck is Heels? Uh, two brothers, rivals, one villain or heel in the ring. Oh, the other's the hero, the face. Okay, so this is that wrestling stuff. Um, vying for national attention in a small town, Georgia. I have no idea what the frick that is. Good luck to you there, hero. May yeah. you find justice one day. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come <laughs> back, uh, Bill will be here to do a little bit of Bill Duran time. Also, Justin Robert Young to talk about the great mashup of Ted Cruz versus Ron Perlman using Jim Jordan after a feud with Matt Gates. <laughs> So that's all coming up. <laughs> Stick around before that, though, a song selection from Brian Ibbett and his vast collection. Yes, this is uh, brand new. This is a band called Lakes. They are from the UK, an indie rock band. Um, they uh, they pulled together uh, a new track featuring Dan Lambton, who is from the band, formerly from the band Real Friends. I guess they weren't real friends. They have a brand new EP coming out at the end of July called This World of Ours, It Came Apart. And you'll actually hear in this song, the genesis of that title, where that title comes from. The song is called Kids. Here is the band Lakes featuring Dan Lambton.
We were kidding, this world of ours came apart. New friends, the beginning, the inquest, the spinning, this world of ours. guys let's talk about pitney bows shipping and mailing from your desk has never been simpler than it is right now with send pro online from pitney bows with send pro online from pitney bows it's just a click send and save for as low as four dollars 99 cents a month that's 4.99 a month it's crazy send envelopes flats and packages right from your desk and you are back to business in no time and for being a listener of tms that's the morning stream you'll receive a free 30-day trial you can get started with right away and to help you get started even further, a free 10-pound scale to ensure that you never overpay. Save time and money on mailing and shipping with SimPro Online. Again, starting at just $4.99 a month. Qualify for special USPS rates for letters and priority mail shipping. Calculate exact postage online and print from your PC or Mac. Go to pb.com TMS to access the special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com TMS. Experience shipping made simple with a free trial of SimPro Online from Pitney Bowes. Skeletor's spell may have imprisoned the Elf Lord and made you ruler of the forest. Lady J sure has a flair for the obvious. You dump the stream into the morning. This is the morning stream. All right, welcome back. I love that. That was great. Yeah, very. Uh, I forget to mention they, they have kind of an old REM sound to them, and uh, yeah, such great, such great stuff. Yeah, it was really good. I would, uh, I will track them down and listen to more. <clears throat> yeah why not right well i often do that with the music you choose it's pretty good stuff also i never oh, yeah. once again that oh, yeah. was uh that was lakes uh <laughs> keep forgetting to do this lakes from their upcoming ep this world of ours it came apart uh it comes out the end of july but that single is available now and it's kids featuring dan lambton okay nice. sorry nice i liked it okay uh bill 
That's who. That's who. That's what we're doing now. Bill. Uh, he goes by Bill. Punished, <laughs> punished props on uh, on this here thing I'm calling him on. So I got to make sure to do that right. And now I'll play this for him. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. It's Bill Duran all the way from the Pacific Northwest doing what he does, doing it best and doing it all the time. Uh, <laughs> Bill, it's good to have you here as it is every Tuesday. What's going on, man? How are you? Good morning. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, got my cup of coffee right now. Got a Very couple good. of fuzzy cats and a pretty wife in my uh, living room here, so I'm doing great. That's fantastic. Perfect. Uh, what a, what a, what, what more could anyone ask for? Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's a good combo you got going there. Uh, yes. Hey, uh, Bill, uh, what's going on this week? Uh, are you making stuff, or are you still making the world a better place? <laughs> um, I haven't really built much uh, in the physical realm uh, the last week. However, uh, our book, our third book, is done and being printed and hopefully being shipped. We'll see. Nice. So that's kind of our big, big news is that uh, the third book that we've been working on for years is done. It's another, so fo- is, is it a sequel to the Foam Smith books? Sure is. Foam Smith 3, all about helmets and headgear. Uh, and we're both, both Brittany and I worked very, very hard on it. We're super proud of it. And we can't wait to get it into people's hands. Yeah, it seems, seems exciting. Cool. Uh, uh, so there's that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, also, Brittany and I have been playing a lot of uh, video games since we've been home a lot. Yeah. But the games we've been playing uh, have a uh, have a trend. The games we've been drawn towards, mm. right? Okay. So we, we let me let me see if you guys can figure out the trend. So the games I've been playing, we've been playing are games like Terraria mm-hmm. and Astroneer, mm. and most recently we started playing this new one called Minecraft. Oh, the new! It's the hot <laughs> new thing, and no one's ever heard it's, of. Uh, yeah. yeah, it sounds like some weird uh, unknown indie game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So all of these games are. Games are used most of the time, dig holes in the ground. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. Like 90% of your time is just digging a hole in the ground, but the other percent of a time or the other amount of your time is spent building things, making things. In Terraria, you build houses and buildings, a little village for all your friends. Uh, in Astroneer, you build a little space town with equipment to uh, process materials and build spaceships and fly to other planets. Of course, in Minecraft, you build whatever you want because that's what you can do in Minecraft. Yeah, that's uh, true. So these are the games we've been playing a ton of. Nice. Have you guys? Did you guys ever get into No Man's Sky with all the recent stuff? That thing is such a. It's such one of those now. Like there's such a yeah. Game. Yeah. So unfortunately, I played it right when it came out, yeah. uh, and it was not uh, very fun at all. Yeah, it was kind of uh, bad. But at launch recently, I jumped back into it uh, in on the PlayStation with VR. Yeah. Just for a short bit, so that I could run around and fly in a spaceship yeah. in VR, and that was very, very cool. Yeah, it's very cool. <laughs> the 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 VR implementation implementation is very good, but overall, like the the stuff. I mean, you could argue the game is now done, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it took them three and a half mm-hmm. years to get it done. But mm-hmm. uh, after launch, but it's so strong right now, man. That game is just full of Great. so many things yeah. to do. You can build an undersea, like in the sea, you can build an undersea city that just goes on for miles. Oh my god, just amazing oh, stuff. Yeah. Uh, we were playing um, another game, Subnautica. Oh, great game! Yeah, another similar one. Yep. Um, that one you you do the sim- similar things. You build undersea structures where you can build little little. Ah, oh, geez, I can't believe I forgot about this game. It was only a week ago. Yeah, that game. Uh, you rad. can build submarines and equipment. It's so much fun. Yeah, uh, that particular game is really cool and also legitimately atmospheric in a way. 
that it leaves an impression on you. Like, yeah, it's yeah. really something else. Like if you, if you're freaked out about water though, like being underwater, <laughs> yeah. it, may, it may not be your game, but claustrophobia. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah right? and, Probably and, same kind of thing. Sure. Yeah. Whatever deep sea creatures, like I know that there's more to that game that I, we haven't discovered yet. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that we're going to have to delve quite deep to find it. Yes. Too. No pun intended, but you do, but have you to have to like, you have to, you have to be brave really. Mm-hmm. And just just dive that craft down way way deeper than you should. Yeah, anyway, that is, game is so much, especially fun. in the survival mode. Like, there's a creative mode where you can just kind of screw around, and that's fun too, in a kind of weird, peaceful way. But if you're playing like the oh no, I've crash landed on this planet, I got to figure out mm-hmm. a way to survive. Like, legitimately intense. There are moments. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. oh my gosh, what am I doing in this place? Anyway, great um, recommendation. That's a good one. So much fun. So anyway, uh, most recently in the last few days, we've been playing Minecraft. Now I played it way back when it came out. Um. Yeah, but Brittany never really played it, so we both dove into it. And since the game came out, obviously, it has become this thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Microsoft bought it for more than uh, Marvel paid for Star Wars. That's where Minecraft <laughs> is now. It's become this whole thing. Yeah. But what's amazing is what you can do in this world and what people have been able to create in it. Um, Like, like entire cities. Like these giant, fantastical cities that people build from scratch by hand in Minecraft. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the, the whole like me- mechanical, electrical programming side of it. People have built functioning computers inside of Minecraft. Mm. It's so bananas. Have you seen the the AT or not ATX? Ah, whatever it's called. The new the Nvidia uh, like um, uh, li- the new lighting thing version of Minecraft. That's in. I think it's just in beta right now. Oh no! But it adds. Oh, RTX is what I meant. RTX support oh, right, for right. for ray tracing. No, I haven't. It is yeah, un freaking believable. Wow. It is so like I, I'm actually going to care about Minecraft again because yeah. it is such a visual jump that it makes you realize that there's oh there's just so much you can now do with that. It's really yeah. something. Hmm. Really, we really went cool. in and we did the installed all the fancy textures and shaders. So. But ours, the, the, my my gameplay is not the default thing, and it, it does look. It's not that fancy RTX thing, but it still looks really, really fancy. Um, yeah. So the water's all reflective, and there's like uh, volumetric lighting. Um, uh, so you can make it even the stock game look just really, really cool. So yeah. we definitely did that. Uh, you know, like uh, we're we're makers, so we have to customize everything. That's just how we work. Yeah. Uh, and the system too, like the whole system inside of the game allows for just a crazy amount of. Uh, of uh, creativity. Yeah. So uh, the la- over the last few days, basically each day, whenever we play, I'm like, hey, I'm going to make a silly goal for myself. So we obviously we built a house. You got to have a house so you're safe from all the monsters. So we built that. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to build a tower. I built a nether gate. So I built this giant stone tower and I had to go get specific stones. So it looks all pretty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. Uh, and then uh, and then yesterday I had a, a, a wild hair. There are these giant mushrooms everywhere you got to figure out you can grow them so i figure out how to grow them and i grew a huge pack like a house-sized pack of giant mushrooms and then i scooped out the inside leaving the red spotted mushroom cap as my roof and i built a smurf house oh man like a giant mushroom <laughs> smurf house awesome. uh, i haven't i gotta tweet a picture of it i am i gotta tell you guys <laughs> I am so proud of this damn house. I spent hours on it yesterday, and it looks so cute. <laughs> Put it out there. I want to see it. And that was the last time we saw 
Bill, I, make anything tangible in the physical yeah. world. It was. <laughs> I uh, I'll tweet it in a little bit. I, t- I deleted the Twitter app off my phone to save my sanity, uh, but I will tweet it later. <laughs> yeah, it's a good idea. I'm just, by the way, what you did there. Yeah, yeah. It's so. It's just it's a giant mushroom house, and I love it. I made a fireplace with smoke coming out of it. I made little panes of windows everywhere. I made is a it, pond. Next is it to the it. kind of mushroom house that if you bit like a chunk off the wall, you might have like a trip. You might go on a, a trip. Halluc- could be, could yeah. be. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Depends on the mushroom you just started. So with, anyway, I, I will totally tweet a picture of that later. And oh, and then the the, uh, the last thing is today, uh, or at some point, I don't know. I may I may do some actual work today, but at some point. <laughs> In Minecraft, I'm going to build a replica of my workshop and office. That's I think that great. would be a really silly, fun challenge. Yeah, I love doing that. Um, this reminds it reminds me of back in the day when I was working at a we worked at this company and and uh, the first version of Doom came out uh, forever ago. It's like early '90s. I was like 21 mm-hmm. or something, and uh, the game came out and de- it was just a demo form, but you could start building with like an editor, so you could start oh, right. making your own stuff. And we made the exact replica of the building we all worked in, and then just deathmatch <laughs> in that thing every night after work. We would deathmatch for hours and hours. Oh yeah, yeah. fantastic! It was so yeah. much fun yeah. to do that. And it and it looked you know it looked doomy and crappy, but it, you knew the layout was right. The bathrooms had toilets. Like we we had steps where steps were and all that. It was great. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff so much fun. So doing that in Minecraft is really cool. I love these I love these projects where someone will recreate all of Azeroth in in Minecraft. Uh, so you can just walk through what is essentially, you know, a pixelated version of, of mm-hmm. Orgrimmar and, you know, or, uh, that's so uh, cool. what did I hear about? It was uh dragon's reach from Skyrim. Someone recreated. I haven't seen it, but someone told me about it and I want to go see that. Oh yeah. That seems like your jam anyway. You love, you yeah. love that. And, and you know what else is really cool about like building my workshop is that in the game, you can make a little table saw. You mm. can make a little workbench, a loom, uh, a furnace. There are tools like workspace tools, and I'm going to build all of them and place them in my shop as analogs for all the tools in my shop. Oh, that's awesome! Right, that's really cool. Little, little uh, 3D printer. No, there's no 3D printers in Minecraft yet. No, there are 3D printers in Astroneer, though. Oh, are there? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. that's that's as it should be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> by the way, so we don't get any emails. I did a little checking. We're a little off on the math. Uh, Microsoft played paid one billion dollars for uh, oh, okay. Minecraft, and Star Wars was four billion. So, oh, okay, okay, still okay. one fourth of a Star Wars is a lot still, of money. Yeah, That's yeah. still. I don't yes, know why exactly. I thought it was four. I don't know why, but yeah, a, a lot, a crap ton of yeah, money. It's a lot of money, a lot of cash. Either way, uh, the, uh, Notch made a lot of money. And then quickly became a little bit of a weenie. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> well, that's great, Bill. I love that you guys are doing all the creative. I mean, this is obviously some amazing escapism, but for creators, even more so, because you just get to yeah. be creative yeah. and do some some cool stuff. And I don't know, especially with this RTX support, I, I'm more interested than ever in picking up Minecraft again, mm-hmm. weirdly. Well, uh, for me, for sure, being away from my shop, this is not the same as getting my hands dirty, but it definitely uh, scratches that creative itch. Yeah. And yesterday when I started making that silly little mushroom house, it was like 5 p.m. And I was like, let's do this. And then I blinked. I came out of a fugue state. It was 11 p.m. And I was like, what just happened? Mm. <laughs> I'm in a yeah. It was so satisfying. That's awesome. Well done. Well, tweet well, it soon. Now so we I need to get you into Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, come build your island. You got terraforming now. You can do all kinds That's of right. cool stuff. You can do weird things like Brian did where he <laughs> covered his island in stuff so that his rocks would spawn where he wanted them to. <laughs> you know, you, get, you can go yeah. deep in these well, things. All the important things, yes. Yes, exactly. the important things in life. 
Uh, as always, the important things of life can be found at punishprops.com, including mm-hmm. the upcoming book, Foam Smith 3. Watch for that. Uh, uh, anything else over there you want to mention before we go? Or yeah, you got any uh, just, links to take us out tonight or anything? Sure. Just a quick recommendation. Our friend Jazza um, has been branching out and doing a lot of different type of creative stuff. He's been painting uh, minis, uh, Warhammer minis. And he did a video where he challenged himself and a friend to paint a tiny little mini using only his airbrush. Oh, wow. It was really fantastic and worth checking out. Only his airbrush. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, I should watch this because... I have enough airbrush experience to know that that sounds difficult. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, that's cool. Go check that out at uh, Jazza, J-A-Z-Z-A on, on uh, Insta- or, uh, not Instagram. Freaking YouTube. You can find his account there and uh, subscribe. Oh, yeah. Bill Duran, everybody. PunishProps.com. Chinbeard on Twitter for that photo later. Mm-hmm. We'll see you soon. Later. Bye now. See you. We did. Yeah, having done a lot of airbrushing back in art school, uh, I can't even imagine trying to paint a mini. I know, <laughs> right? Oh. It's like... Because he's going to have to do masking, but do it in ways that's like, what, is he going to tape stuff off and then paint? Yeah. You know? Like in something yeah. that small? I don't know. That seems like a lot of work, but this this dude he always recommends seems like maybe he's up to the challenge. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Pretty impressive stuff. Anyway. Now this. These are their stories. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Justin Robert Young joining us from Oakland, California, former home of the Raiders and now home of no (laughs) NFL team. Hello, Justin. Welcome to the show. How are you? That's what we're known for. That's uh, it's on the no sign NFL when you. Team. It's on the sign when you drive into town. No, that whole thing. Former home of the Raiders, now home of no NFL team. <laughs> I mean, I have no room to talk. We've never had an NFL team here, so uh, you know, and we and we had to get our NBA team from uh, New Orleans, so we're not. We got no room to talk. But I don't know. You guys miss them. There's no football season, so uh, probably don't miss them. But you know, like the just the feeling of knowing you had this team and all these Raider heads getting all excited about a game and that sort of thing, or is that just not? You know, thing? Scott, I kind of feel like there's been a lot on our mind otherwise. <laughs> so maybe, maybe in a different world, there would have been a lot of a palpable distress. Yeah. But uh, it's literally the only thing I've been thinking about for the last four months, Scott, is yeah. the lack of the uh, Oakland Raiders. That's good, yeah, that's as, as it is right now, if the Raiders were here, they'd be unable to operate. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, I, I think uh, the fact that they're not here is is uh, kind of inconsequential at this particular moment, although I'm sure that'll change. Yeah, people in Vegas are probably more bummed because mm-hmm. they were all set to go. And now it's just like, well, I don't know. Is that stadium finished? It's is finished. It, uh, it's ready to rock. It yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were like finished now. Took. Took, took a while, but it's like ready, aim, ready, aim, ready, aim. And then when it's time to fire, they can't fire because freaking COVID-19 said hello. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll see where it is. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, obviously, I think uh, we're probably a little ways away from people going to live football games. I never want to travel there on game day. I want to be there on game day. That's fine because I'm already, you know, there. But getting there on game days. That's that's nightmarish. Uh, the hockey ones are already oh. hard, but the nights. So oh no, 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 no! But you'd no. be driving there, right? You yeah. wouldn't be flying. Yeah, but there's the. I guess I'm guarantee you the traffic is Vegas times no, no, five hundred. No, no. no, Scott, you want to get there on game day? Okay. You want to get there on Sunday? What you want to avoid is Friday and Saturday. Oh, all right. The lead up. Mm. Okay, because that's when that's everyone's when getting there. Everybody uh, is coming up to Vegas. I mean. Everybody leaves L.A. 
Friday afternoon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then uh, uh, basically they're they're you're going to microwave eight uh, uh, fight weekends that may or may not also have fight weekends. So if you've ever been to Vegas and you especially for like a Cinco de Mayo fight or something, you just have the rowdiest people or like a Conor McGregor or Ricky Hatton or something like that, where you have all the all the uh, Irish and British people come out like it is just that is the weekend that people dream of when they're like, oh, we get to go to Vegas mm. and have a crazy time, yeah. which means if you are not there for amateur hour, just get the hell out of Dodge <laughs> or, or stay at a place where you know that it's not just right. the, 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 the vomit encrusted. You want to go bro nonsense of a, uh, of a, of a, of a fight weekend. Yeah. Yeah. A- so you just avoid uh, MGM grand basically is what you're saying. Yeah. Just stay away <laughs> from there. Well, that's on the other, that's on that end too, right? Where this new stadium is. is. So yeah. I don't yeah. know, man, just sounds like nut house. I need to see how it goes before I, Hockey, the yeah. hockey crowds are pretty fun, though, because by and large, you know, hockey f- people are not necessarily super aggro. They're usually just happy to be around other hockey people yeah. uh, because it's, you know, uh, you know, either you're from Canada and everybody gets it and you're now you're in America and you're enjoying America or you're from America and you root for a hockey team. And unless you're in like a few markets, you're not used to being around other hockey fans. So it's just like it's fun that everybody kind of knows what you're doing and like. That little cove outside of the MGM uh, or, or at the park, whatever they're calling it now, the old Monte Carlo. Yeah, that's like that. That corrals most of that crowd. Yeah, that's a good point. It looks neat. The stadium's cool. I've, I saw like a virtual walkthrough thing. It looks look modern and badass. And I don't know. I'm, I was yeah, excited for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, you know, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, I well, I know for sure I would have had at least one Vegas trip that did not happen because of the TMS thing. Yeah. Uh, but I, I am, I'm curious. I'm curious to see how many times I will go to Vegas by the end of the year, because, you know, I was at a good, like three or four trips a year. Mm-hmm. Clip. Yeah, easily. I was, I was, yeah. it was, it was a particularly Ibit esque my, my, my <laughs> Vegas consumption. Uh, <laughs> you were getting, you were getting to my levels. Yeah. yeah. I know. I yeah. I was, I was following in your, uh, in your, in your footsteps. Yeah. Uh, ever so more depressed into the ground with your colorful <laughs> hats. <laughs> yeah, Hawaiian That's shirts right. were next. Um, so let me. So okay, now we're on the subject of Vegas. Is actually good. What if, based on some recent chatter, mm-hmm. we could get actor Ron Perlman in yeah. one corner of the ring, mm-hmm. Hellboy the, actor. Yep, and on the other corner, yeah. a smack talking Ted Cruz. Not there to fight him, but to put Jim no. Jordan in to fight for him. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, doing it all to placate his friend Matt Gates, who uh, uh, Florida representative Matt Gates, who yeah. is uh, the guy that was calling out Ron Perlman in the first place. So for those that may, <laughs> may hear this and go, "What the hell are you talking about?" There was a little bit of a Twitter fart about this, where um, it started out as Matt Gates and Ron Perlman going back and forth. Perlman, yeah, kind of a loud. Uh, what would you call? I guess you'd call him a liberal, loud liberal. Matt Gates, a Trumpian right dude, and those yeah. guys fighting. And then Ted Cruz hopped in and says, "Ah, oh, big talk for Mister Hollywood. I dare you to wrestle Jim Jordan, which is the weirdest flex. Mm-hmm. It's like me in high school going, "Oh, you want to fight? Do you? Here, fight my giant friend. Like, right? 
It's just really lame. But anyway, the jock, the, the jock I'm friends with. Yeah, there's right. no reality we exist in where this anything like this ever happens, even for charity. Right. There's no Ron Perlman versus Jim Jordan wrestling match for charity. Right. Or can not I, can, only. Yeah. Not only will it not happen, <laughs> you don't want it to happen. <laughs> like this is as interesting as this gets. And, mm. and trust me. It's very, very, very disinteresting. Yeah. Like, I mean, honestly, <laughs> let's think of what this really is. Like, you have given it the sheen to make it sparkle. But really, it's Ron Perlman in his underwear looking like an actor and not Hellboy, uh, uh, you know, on his phone, tweeting back and forth messages with Gates, who's a Ding dong and Ted Cruz, who is so famously Ted Cruz, it needs no more explanation. Uh, uh, talking about a wrestling match in which an actor and you know, look, Ron Perlman's a a bigger dude. I don't know exactly how tall he is because everybody in Hollywood is probably four inches shorter than you might uh, dream they would be. Yeah, but he's you know, six, uh, six uh, feet, by the way, which is unusual. He's he's a little taller than your average uh, Hollywood type, but he's, he's not list- like. Six four listed listed six. Feet. He's listed six feet, and that l- makes him four inches shorter than me. So, you're right. You're right to say this. Yeah, yeah. You're right to say. And uh, like, you know that we've done we've we've brought this to fruition before once with Ted Cruz, yeah, right? Yeah. With Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, I remember that. Oh right, yeah, the Blobfish basketball battle. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They had a basketball thing, and it was unwatchably boring <laughs> and yeah. stupid. Like, so so if what you want is a payoff where something is unwatchably boring and stupid, then indeed, this is here for you. Okay. The idea that Jim Jordan and Ron Perlman would roll around on. I mean, I, I mean, also, what's the other like, what do we really want? When have we ever been satisfied with? Oh, my God. Uh, really built up to this amazing Greco-Roman wrestling match. <laughs> I oh, mean, I was so satisfied by the winner of the Greco-Roman <laughs> Olympic-style wrestling match. You're right. Oh. You're right. You're right. I would much rather see this in pro wrestling style, right? Like, give me, give me story. Give us, give us hype. Give us the heel and the all that stuff. I want. That's that's what I kind of want out of this. But then it would defeat the whole point, which is, you know, both these. Well, I don't I don't know. Like, wouldn't you like you, a guy who likes this kind of fiery competition, you like some pro wrestling in your life. If they announced tomorrow that they were going to do this, but they played it like pro wrestling, no one's really going to get hurt. You know, it's all just for show and some charity money. But in the end, it's going to be them, you know, talking to whatever the equivalent of Mean Gene is now going, I'll tell you what, brother, I'm going to freaking blah, blah, blah. That would be great, wouldn't it? That'd be fun. Sort of, maybe. No, <laughs> no. Why? No, it's way more like, fun. I mean, like, what? What do we want? What do we want yeah. from this? Like, I don't what, know. what? Like, honestly, like, a, uh, uh, there are are few things on the planet that I care less about than actors whose work I enjoys political opinion. Yeah, same. I don't really. And care. honestly, yeah. nobody does unless they happen to align with your political opinions which they often do because actors are biologically wired to make sure that everyone in the room likes them. So they pick the easiest way of the easiest stances that they possibly can, but then do also what actors are very good at, which is 
saying the popular thing in the coolest possible way. And that's what happens on Twitter. Uh, uh, they generate impressions and heat. And so then the remora fish of Congress decide that they're going to siphon off that by playing to their crowd and saying, oh, I don't know. Tough talk from a man who was Hellboy. <laughs> I, I prefer a Hell Man, and you know whatever dumb stuff they say, yeah. and and then it gets talked about, and and you know, I guess it, it means that we probably are are, you know, maybe maybe that nature is healing now that we're back to talking about this incredibly empty caloried nonsense. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I just found it to be a ridiculous exchange. And uh, thought it would be, you know, interesting. Now, here's the question. Yeah. Somebody in the chat room suggested earlier that you mentioned on a stream that you might go to whatever the next uh, Trump rally is. Are this you, weekend, I'm going to Tulsa. You're going to Tulsa. Wow. All right. Wow. Yeah. Are you freaked out at all about the numbers? Well, first of all, you got to sign a waiver that says, okay, I won't sue uh, if well, I get the Well, it depends. I, I have not gotten... A result on whether or not I'm credentialed. So I do not know whether I'll be in the building um, as of right now, but uh, I will be in Tulsa to cover it no matter what. Right. So if you, let's say you end up at the thing, you got to sign a um, waiver that says, you know, if you get COVID 19, you're not going to. I'm not going to sue. You're not going to sue the mm -hmm. Trumpers right. or his reelection campaign or whatever. Yeah. Uh, if you. Uh, oh, and then the numbers, If, if again, you know, going off what we talked about last week, you got to be careful with these kind of numbers, but apparently Oklahoma is on a major upswing of new cases, um, and it's out of the norm of, uh, it's not just testing new cases, like they're having just higher cases in general, and they're and they're having problems. Does that give you pause? Are you worried about that at all, or do you thinking, are you thinking just like, well, you know, I'll wash my hands a lot, and like, I'm just, I'm curious what your own mindset is on that, and no judgment, because I... I think it's freaking brave and kind of rad that you would go, but I I don't I, I don't know how you're feeling. How do you feel about it? Um you know, I would prefer that I weren't in a situation like this to do my job. That's uh uh you know, I think that that goes without saying. Mm -hmm. Uh but at the same time you have to be realistic and uh and you have to continue to do the, the, the job that people want you to do, you know, I, I think that there is a tremendous worth and it has been borne out by the listenership, the feedback and the Patreon support on politics, 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 that people want an independent uh, person that is there on the front lines of this election. I think that it has provided a point of view and perspective that is not being uh, given by by media, it, it, by mainstream media, if even just because. I'm able to give people my perspective for which people know me uh, without an editor's voice on top of it, without any kind of uh, platform agenda, uh, which, you know, happens fairly organically in media organisms. So uh, I, I feel like I need to go there. It feels like news wise, this is going to be the center of the political world, whether or not it is a medical disaster. Um, and beyond that, I, I mean, I think that's, that's, that's all I need to go. Um, beyond that, there is the mitigation of what I'll do to not get COVID. And then there's also the, 
uh, of you know the realities of if I do get it, I'm at least young and healthy, and uh, I'm likely to survive it. Uh, uh, but I'm taking precautions, uh, you know, nonetheless, and I'm I'm not going to be coming back to stay with my wife. I'm going to be in a, another hotel mm. uh, for another couple days on the back end of of the trip here in Oakland. So. You know, it's it's what I feel I I need to do for my career. Um, you know, uh, and that you know the rest of it is just the steps you have to take to do it. Well, uh, I'm I'm I think it's cool. I want to hear how it goes. I hope it's not um, crazy. Like I don't know what I even mean by that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think, think you kind of hope it's crazy. I'm all, I mean, I hope it's crazy for that. I don't, that, that kind of crazy is fine. But I just mean like, yeah. I hope it's not the kind of thing where you end up in some kind of mosh pit without meaning of to. Or, you know, I didn't. I, well, I mean, that's not going to happen. I mean, yeah. uh, again, I, I've, I've, I've covered. The old conservative mosh pit. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, I've covered a Trump rally before yeah. and it was perfectly fine. People there were were pleasant you know uh uh even even the folks that were you know booing the press pen uh you know were were very much you know it was it, it performative i think i would would, would be the way that yeah i remember you describing would, that that was the vegas one right and you were um you, you'd said that yeah they, yeah and i would assume that this one I, i'm i'm genuinely curious about the energy because uh, on one hand it's like this is the this is a first right this is going to be something where there's a lot of attention on it uh, but at the same time, it's in the middle of a pandemic and people are going to be getting temperature checked and handed masks and given hand sanitizer as they walk in. So uh, uh, that doesn't normally scream party. So I, I I could see an argument on on it's going to be more boisterous than the last one I went to or far less boisterous than the last one I went to and maybe a little bit more subdued and people will be a little bit more concerned. I like uh, I like that uh, Fauci, Doctor Anthony Fauci, his recommendation was he basically said uh, a reminder that events like this you're gonna be you're gonna feel tempted if you're getting all riled up to yell to take your mask down and yell. Mm-hmm. Says mm-hmm. don't be doing that. Like keep it on. You can still yell in there. Just remember that that's a bad thing. If you if you remember that you'll be in better shape. And I thought that was a good good little bit of advice for those who might get a little for excited. Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, I think all of the questions and concern that you are expressing is the reason why I have to go, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like that—that that is the natural curiosity point in my field of expertise, and and so, you know, when the when it got announced, it it seemed like a no-brainer to me. Uh, as I've gotten closer to it, to be honest, it's planning the coming back that's been more annoying. Yeah. Um, because I can't just come back. I do not have a apartment or home where I can effectively just quarantine myself. Um, I I have to get a separate location um, to make sure that I am away from my from my wife who has asthma. Uh, so like that has been more annoying, and that is more cost prohibitive. Just you know, getting another, another, uh, you know, location and, and, and all that. Yeah. How, how quickly uh, can you get tested right when you get back and that way, maybe 
you're only in this hotel for a couple days or that will um, be the goal uh, yeah. uh oakland does have free testing so uh i am i'm in the process of figuring that out but mm-hmm. uh you know on one hand thankfully i am able to uh book a test fairly easy but as of yesterday at least they didn't have any for monday and that's mm. effectively mm-hmm. the first time that i'd be able to do it yeah. gotcha that's a little concerning well all right um I wish you best of luck. And also, flights are like 14 bucks now, right? Like super cheap. <laughs> right. Yeah, getting anywhere right now is actually pretty inexpensive. Yeah. So I assume you got a good deal. I hope you got You know, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't that cheap. Mm. Oh, really? <laughs> really? Oh, I th- yeah. Well, Tulsa's, yeah. I guess, an annoying place to get to. And, you know, the hotel's <laughs> still, uh, still down. Sidon says, it seems incredibly reckless and self-indulgent. I don't know if that's about me or Trump. Yeah, have you not met Jury? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I don't think, uh, well, I hope they mean Trump, because I do think, I think that's reckless and self-indulgent, but I don't think covering yeah. it is. I think there has to be, there has to be a balance there. And I'm, we also, there also needs to be a balance of people with, with voices that aren't just yelling. Sidney <laughs> says, no, I meant Jury. <laughs> oh, he means Jury. Yeah. All right, well, yeah. I don't, I wouldn't call it self-indulgent. That's no. like, um, I don't know. What is it like? I can't think of what it's like. I'll give it a bad. I, I'm I mean, terrible. to be fair, it's like it's reporting. I, I, I mean, it is from from know, my perspective. Reporting. I mean, this is what I got my degree in. This is what I I did before I was just a braying mule on the internet. This this was my job, and and going into places for which were dangerous, you know, uh, is just what an element of your personality you have to suppress if you want to go and be in a place where people want to hear about. Right. Right. Like people want to have that perspective. That is that is the basics to me of reporting and journalism. So um, but again, you know, I am I am doing it as a personality. I'm not just a faceless reporter. I'm doing it as somebody that people can either trust or distrust. So if you think that I'm being uh, a self-indulgent POS, then uh, I guess uh, you have a you have a a full uh, a full centered idea of what you believe is my personality, and that's fine. For me, POS stands for Person of Seriousness. <laughs> I couldn't think of another S word, so or P. Or, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is as good as it gets. All right. Well, uh, when, uh, okay. Well, I'm excited. And you'll be doing like daily stuff. Be able to check out what you're putting up and talking about and doing all that, all the usual places. Anything in particular they should watch for this week? Uh, well, yeah. Follow the or subscribe to the Politics, Politics, Politics podcast if uh, you support this kind of stuff. Then you can always head on over to takepoliticsseriously.com. And, um, you know, the, this is the uh, totally self funded. You know, there are no sponsors, no advertisers on it as of now. So, uh, uh, I do what the, you know, I, again, I, I'm providing the people's correspondent, <laughs> you know, you guys are paying for it. And so I am doing it, uh, beyond that, uh, uh, yeah, just follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Justin R. Young. Justin R. Young. You heard it here first. Justin, have a good one, man. We'll see you soon. Bye now. Sick car gerbs. Oh, he had some weird things in his ear. I should have watched him take him out. He had like a, just like a little, um. Well, normally, I thought he right? had the little monitor things? Tom does, which is just the single one, but he pulled out mm-hmm. two little units, and they looked wireless. I want to know what those were. Mm. They looked cool. I want to know. a little hurt by Sidian, man. I, I, well, you know, you know, nobody wants to be told that they're being self-indulgent when they're doing a thing they know is dangerous. I, right. I, Sidian's not being very nice, I don't think. It's okay, Sidian. Everyone gets their opinion. It's fine. 
All right, let's do uh, uh, this, Brian. A uh, quick email from Corey. It's just a message. He says, hey, y'all are great. Thanks for the podcast. Oh, thanks, Corey. That's just nice. I just wanted to read a thing from Corey. That, <laughs> that was, was very nice. nice. Thank you, Corey. Yeah, you're the best, dude. And then a bonus mashup. Oh, yeah, it's Tuesday. You're getting a bonus mashup, Brian. If you didn't want one, tough poop. It's coming. Here but it's it is. Tuesday. I know it doesn't Monday. make sense. It doesn't make sense. But this is the best of Scott's pronou- uh, pronouncing things wrong. Uh, part whatever we're on now. I don't even know, but it's fun to hear, so enjoy. Coming up on TS... It's the one thing you'd think I'd get right is the name of the damn show. Watiti, what's his name? Tiki Watiti. Something like that. Yeah. I don't think that's quite right, but everyone knows who we're talking about. Taiko Watiti. Fixing Lisey Fockets. Jeez, Scott. The Tiki Watiti Time Bandits TV show coming to Apple's service. Taika Waititi. Talk about Watiti. Taika. 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 Waititi. Really not hard. Benham Chaversadea. Gafarzadeh. Might be time to check the prescription on those gunners. <laughs> oh, I can't read that word. Seema Chowdhury. That's a great name. <laughs> I think you did nail that one. Yeah. I think that's exactly how that's. Seema Chowdhury. <laughs> Has anyone checked Takiti Watiti's or how you say his name? Oh, he played Khan Supa Hasapeta Pina Pon, or whatever his name was. Autophagy. 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 How do you say that? Autophagy. Autophagy. You're putting the emphasis on the runs to <laughs> I feel bad about the last one. I didn't mean it to sound bad. <laughs> But anyway, Jopoli Papadario. Jar Polono Falapio. That's it. Verlaine Laquire. It's Verlaine Laguerre. Laguerre. Oh, it's not a Q. It's a G. Which is French for the queer. The queer. Schmuck. Oh, this name. Samchan Chanthalapania. Chanthapania. 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 All right. The 180 kids in this test were assigned to one of three condoms. Conditions. Scott in the Tahuyu Dini Basin of Marunbidibi, West Africa. Yeah, that sounds exactly right. Nailed it. One armed Mississippi, or uh, yeah, Mississippi, I, uh, no, damn it. One armed Miss Ohio, Iowa. What? Jeez. <laughs> Let me back it up. Yeah, the alligator Mississippi penis. How do you say that? Alligator Mississippi oh. penis. Piensis. Oh, Piensis. Mississippiensis. Taika Watiti. Watiti. Waititi. Waititi. Yeah. <laughs> I have too much fun with it to change. I'm not going to change. You, when you meet Taika, yeah. you can show him your dick. <laughs> I forgot Tom did that. Mild mannered tech reporter Tom Merritt. Right. Using the DIC word. We could, have, no kidding. we could have actually had an entire one just of Taika Watiti. I mean, without the middle stuff in there, there's probably still more Taika Watiti. Yeah, pronunciations from earlier on that we could have uh, thrown in there. You're not wrong. Uh, there's another one tomorrow that is uh, Brian singing a lot. So look forward to this, guys. Oh, great! Lots of Brian singing. That'll be tomorrow. It's a bonus <laughs> mashup from TMS mashups. Jamie tomorrow. I'm just going to preemptively apologize to everybody. I'd like to say sorry ahead of time. <laughs> All right, we're going to take our leave, but before we do, a reminder that we are. Uh, produced by the grateful uh, help of you guys. You guys go out there to patreon.com slash TMS. You contribute to the show's production and we're able to make it as a result. If you want to look at all the cool uh, things you get, go check it out. Even for as little as a dollar a month, which is the very minimum uh, Patreon even lets you make, 
you can get our bonus weekly shows, the TMS PM shows. Uh, we have one this Friday. So come on in, take a spin, jump around in your clothes. Wait, that's not the phrase. How's it go? No, but come uh, that's in, good. Uh, uh, come on in. What what do you what do you there's a, there's an old reference. There's an old saying. Come on in. Oh, come on in. Take off your skin and rattle around in your bones. That's what I meant to say. Oh, okay. I don't know if I've ever heard that. Never heard that, that was, one? You know, come and knock on our door. Come and knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. Where the kisses are hers and hers and his. Three's company too. That I know. I know it as well. It's been a long time. Uh, anyway, patreon.com slash TMS. Thanks for all your support over there. If you'd like to email us, themorningstream at gmail.com, I recommend using that one if you'd like a reply. If you're just going to send something mean and don't want me to reply to you, go ahead and use the form on the website because I can't reply to those because you don't send me your email address. So anyway, themorningstream at gmail.com is the place. Also, there's a new Fred and Can up today. Uh, it's a day late, but it's because it's uh, the big finish to the story arc I was telling. And uh, we're done with uh, Tomato Gate. So if you want to find out what happened and uh, how it all ended up, and uh, catch up on all of it if you haven't seen it. Check it out at fredandcan.com. Uh, that's fredandcan.com. It's a webcomic. I make it. We're 21 strips in. Uh, who knows where it'll end? Okay. Brian, you got anything okay. else to promote or push or talk about today? No. No? Not today. No. Okay. Today's, uh, today's a nice uh, mellow day. Mm. Uh, mellow day. Yeah, going gonna to throw a uh, soundography up. Uh, I don't know who it is, though. I don't know who the next one that I'm posting is. I can tell you in five seconds. I can tell you that it's going to be Megadeth. The band Megadeth is the next episode of Soundography. What did Brian think of Megadeth? You might be able to guess. You might be able to guess. <laughs> I, there's some Megadeth I can deal with. Some of it, not so much. Anyway, yeah. um, Dave Mustaine and all those guys, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Dave Mustaine. Uh, Dave Mustrain. Yeah, Dave Mustrain <laughs> to make Mustaine music. <laughs> anyway, so that'll be soon. And then also Coverville, of course, tomorrow we'll talk about that. Um, all right. I think that's it. Let's get out of here. We need to play, a, 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 I guess it'd be a dedication or a song that someone requested or something. Well, normally it would be. But this one is uh, also one that I'm, I'm pulling out because it is uh, a brand new release that just came out today. Um, a cover album dedicated to Adam Schlesinger from or schlesinger i gotta say that right schlesinger schlesinger from the band fountains of wayne mm. um he died on april 1st at the age of 52 uh, as a result of uh covid19 complications um of course fountains of wayne but he also was the uh songwriter chief songwriter for the show crazy ex-girlfriend and so a bunch of artists have gotten together to release a tribute to adam schlesinger um, including folks like Rachel Bloom, who stars in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and does all those great songs. Um, uh, who else is on there? Sarah Silverman does a song, Ben Lee, uh, Not a Surf. Um, and uh, the one we're going to play right now comes to us from Kay Hanley, uh, lead singer of Letters to Cleo. She contributed this version of the first song that I ever remember hearing from Fountains of Wayne. This is from their very first album, Radiation Vibe. Here is Kay Hanley. Are you alone now? Did you lose the monkey? He gave you back aches And now you slouch He didn't mean it
just a dumb ape Reading Playboy on your show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com he might have given batman credit for helping the police <laughs>